Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This is a global original podcast. Um, does Jen eat mince pies? Uh, now, no, no, I know no. she's vegan. No, but I found a vegan mince pie. Really? And it's a really good one. Yeah, co-op do one. It's the short crust, short crust pastry one. But she can eat that because Charlie's vegan. She yeah. can eat it. Yeah. I don't think she would eat it. She might. And I'll get them. And if she doesn't eat them, I'll eat them. Exactly. And they taste. Look, there's there's. They're vegan, but they don't taste vegan because they taste really nice. Yeah. I'm not saying vegan food isn't nice because, anyway, you know what I'm trying we, to say. We went to a restaurant last week, first date we've, we've had in a long time. Yeah. Nothing on the menu that Jen could eat. Nothing. Like he, there was a couple of vegan bits, but anyway. But she, um, in the end, this lady brought over, a um, very nice lady, she brought over um, an example of, uh, no, tomatoes. So the, all Jen could order was tomatoes. Wow. So she ordered a, a bowl of tomatoes, but in it was a pesto. Which has obviously got Parmesan cheese in it. Yeah. Obviously yep. not vegan. Nope. She tasted it and she was like, this is definitely not vegan. I was like, we told the lady it's vegan. She said it's vegan. It has to be vegan. But we didn't know there was pesto. Pesto came. I tasted it. Tastes exactly like Parmesan cheese. Jen eats it. She says she feels sick. She says she can't do it. Then uh, the lady comes over and she's just, is, is this vegan pesto? And she's like, yeah, absolutely vegan. And I tell you, I would not have noticed the difference. You can get vegan it pesto now. Un- Real. It was like I was eating Parmesan cheese, but I wasn't. I know you're thinking you're listening to this podcast, thinking, "Where's J.K. and Al? What, what the bloody hell's going on here?" <laughs> all they are, all they're doing now is talking about vegan food. Yeah. Also, I had a flu jab today. Did you? Because I'm asthmatic. But you're not old. And she, if you are, if you are vegan, you can't have a flu jab. Why? Because they're grown on eggs. I'm <laughs> 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 laughing. That's true. Apparently, they, the, the apparently the the the. Vaccination for against flu yeah. is made on eggs. So they're like, have you got an egg allergy? And I was like, no. I was like, why do I need an egg allergy? To check. And <laughs> so she was checking like, you were vegan. Yeah. Then. So then I was like, well, can vegans have this? And she's like, well, you had one the other day, and they were vegan, and they said I won't have a flu jab. I mean, you. Would, I, I understand that everyone is vegan for different reasons. It might be health reasons. It might be you know the, the animal factor, whatever it is, but. Would you just bypass once just to have your flu jab, yeah. just to make just sure so that you don't die of flu? You're still around for your kids and your family. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh no, no, I can't have that because it's touched an egg. Well, it's touched it. it. Hasn't even. You're not even eating an egg. It's but, just touched it. Ah, well, you know that there are, you know, very dedicated people that will not have that yeah. flu jab. But I want. I'd, obviously, that's not common knowledge. And how many? How we've been having flu jabs for years. No one has ever told me that. It's grown on an egg before. You learn something new every day yeah. when you listen to this podcast. I wonder how many vegans have had flu jabs. Mm. Yeah, are you now truly... Are you Are you now looking at yourself mm. thinking, I, what yeah. have I done? Yeah. Wow. Uh, how, how else? Uh, how, how else? I can't speak. 
How is the household, is what I'm trying to say. The household? Yeah, it's all right. We're, we are stressed out at the moment. Coming up to Christmas? Nope, nothing to do with Christmas, just because Ted's really struggling with going to school. Right. Really struggling. Okay. So w- w- <sighs> what- I don't want to really go into it, to be honest. <laughs> Well, what's he straight? Is he just don't, he just doesn't want to go? Is there a reason why he doesn't want to go? Well, what you know? There's a lot going on. Attachment, anxiety. He's scared about getting in trouble at school. I think he's got in trouble a couple of times just for like just for talking when the teacher said stop. And I think his mate has carried on, and the, the you know the the pair of them have then gone up, like one asked to stand up in assembly or something like that. Yeah. So I think he's a bit scared of getting told off. Um, I don't know. Oh, I can feel it. Stressed. You are stressed, man. Yeah. Stressful. But what can you do? He's kind of got to go to school, hasn't he? He's got to go to school. We've got we've got an appointment this week with the, with the teacher, yeah. with the head teacher actually. Well, you're both former teachers, so you know. You... Do you know? I don't know whether that helps or not. Why, why would it not help? Um, because number one is we were teachers three years ago. Mm. I think a lot of things have changed. Is it like people that work in burger restaurants? You know, you see that some of the burgers are a bit, you know, they've been kicking, they're past their sell-by date, or you should you be know, those Yeah, you know so do you, do you know a bit of inside info, do you? And if so, I now want yeah. to know what that inside no, info well, is. Well, we do know some instances. So when we, choose, when we were choosing schools, we kind of knew ex- other things to look out for that perhaps ordinary parents wouldn't, wouldn't pick up on. Drunk teachers, stuff like that. Drunk teachers, yeah. yeah. No, no, like differentiation, you could see the differentiation. Can, is it visible oh. or is it like... Um, stuff like that, but we, but also like it's it's quite hard because I feel like we should know and have an answer. Mm. But it's difficult because if I was a teacher in this situation, I know exactly how I would respond, mm. exactly what I'd say to the parent, exactly what I'd say to the kid. But now I'm on the other side. I'm like, oh, do I really want to say that to myself? Oh yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So interesting. It's yeah, a bit harder. It's a bit harder. Mm. Anyway. Yeah, I'm trying to give you my um, worldly advice. Yeah, what's, go- what's going down in your world? Ah, what's happening in our world? Um, foot and mouth has been happening. What? Yeah, yeah, so Luna and Noah have had hand, foot and mouth. Isn't yeah. that also called mad cow disease? I remember back in the day that it was called mad cow disease. Yeah. Are they similar? I don't know. I hope not. Well, it's, it, it wasn't that. No, it wasn't that bad. Just like they, she has a. It's weird because she had a temperature for over a week. Yeah. So we just thought, and she had, oh, she had an ear, inf- ear infection as well. So we took her to the doctors, and the doctor had a quick look in one ear. Yeah, definitely inflamed ear infection there. Other ear, absolutely fine. Here is some antibiotics. That's when you go. Hang on a second. You know, I've 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 sang the jingle with that antibiotics advert. You know, do you really need your antibiotics? Yeah. It wasn't that. Are they yeah. vegan? Yeah. Are they vegan? Was it cooked on an egg? <laughs> you know what I mean? All this sort of stuff that you have to ask. And um, he was like, "Yes, you do need these antibiotics for this. Yes, fine, because she's had a temperature now for over a week. Blah blah blah." So she did a full course of antibiotics, and she was still getting temperatures. We're like, what the, what the hell? Yeah. Then we figured out, when we took her to the GP the second time, she had rushes, like a rash around her mouth. She had blisters on her hands, blisters on her feet. So oh. there it is. And actually, the, the doctor, I've talked about my cool doctor before. Yeah, the one like, that gives you whatever you want. Yeah, yeah that's the one, yeah. And she's, <laughs> she's an old lush. She drives a Maserati. You know, she's, she's a good-looking woman for her age. She, and we have a good chat. Nothing to do with anything doctor-wise. Hang on, I think I'm finding another little insight here into how you get anything prescribed. Honestly, she, I, 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 I <laughs> love her. her. I love her. Many would say she's probably a little bit useless, but I love her. She's fantastic. So she basically, she she was like, 
yeah, does she go to the nursery next door? And I'm like, no, she doesn't. She's like, yeah, this is the fourth hand, hand, foot and mouth that we've had today. So but obviously doing the rounds. She's better now. She went back to childcare for the first day today. Noah randomly was sick one day. Oh, this is a pain in the arse. So he was, he was sick. Yeah, if they could just not be sick, no, well, like it'd make my life a lot easier. But you being a teacher know that you know the, if you're sick, 48 hours yeah. at least before you can go back Nonsense. to school. Yeah, precisely. So Sunday night, he was absolutely fine. I thought, has he eaten a bit too much? Uh, but there was still like, but Luna had the temperature. So I yeah. thought, is, what is it? Is he eating a bit too much? He said he's got a tummy ache, which happens quite often. Or... Is he a bit poorly? Oh, I don't know. Anyway, so we sent him off to bed. He has a little hot water bottle now, which he, which he loves because it's all, yeah, nice and warm. A hottie. Snuggly, a hottie botty. Anyway, I, Charlie shouted, Jay! Like, what? Ran up and, yeah, he's... Oh, no, he's on the sofa. He's on the sofa after bath. Oh, and he threw he'd up. Threw, thrown up. So, and that was on the Sunday night. So he couldn't go on the Monday. Oh, I would have thrown him in. Then he couldn't go on the Tuesday. Who's going to know? Oh, I know. But he was, and it, I don't think he was illness at all. I think he was. He'd run around, mm. he'd eaten a bit too much. But I was just like, oh, you know, on a Sunday night, you think, no, <laughs> oh, please go to school. But then, yeah, but he was fine. He was yeah. absolutely fine. Thing is, when there's, oh, how much devastation hits the household when there's a little bit of sick? Have you noticed this? Especially if it's on the sofa, it's on the blanket, yeah. it's on the pillow. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind it if it was just on, let's say the whole bulk load went on the pillow. Because then you just take the pillowcase off, you throw the pillow bit, you wash that bit, done and dusted. But when it goes on the pillowcase, and it, it's on the sofa, and it's on the friggin' fr- throw as well, you're yeah. like, oh God. There was, this, there was this time, it wasn't that long ago, but Ted was lying on top of me. <laughs> watching TV. He didn't shit on you this time, did he? Not this time. No, right, <laughs> that was a long, no, time, a long ago. time ago. No, but he he said, "Oh, I think I'm going to be." He was he was ill. To be fair, at the time he was feeling feeling poorly. We were just watching TV, and he said, "Oh, I think I'm going to be sick. I think I'm going to be sick like this." And I was like, "Shit, the sofa!" <laughs> so I literally kind of like made myself as wide as possible, so as to catch. All the sick. I was like, I'd rather it just go on my t-shirt <laughs> yeah. and on me than go on the sofa. So I was like trying to like catch his sick on my chest. <laughs> it was, it was like, please not the sofa. Like even I would have I would have happily taken it in my mouth if it meant that nothing went on the sofa. I swear, it, I'd rather I'd rather eat his sick. Have you also noticed as well that you you sort of think you're you're water you're a waterproof human being? Like when Noah was sick, I I picked him up, squashed him together yeah. so that no. Sick, yeah, exactly. sick on me, <laughs> sick on me, not the sofa, not the carpet, <laughs> anywhere, just sick on me. Oh. <laughs> but I, but I, I, I went rogue. I went, I went sofa rogue. I just thought I can't pay seventy five quid or whatever it is to have the sofa clean again. Yeah. I can't do that. No. So I just thought, screw it. So unzipped it, took it off, had a quick look at the old label. It says, do uh, what is it? Dry? What, what's it? What do is not it? tumble dry. Oh no, what is it? Dry, dry clean only. Oh. I was like, oh, do you know what? Screw it. Shove it in the dishwasher. In it went. Yeah. Dishwasher. Delicate Shove wash. it in the dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> Delicate wash, 30 degrees. Can I just say, came out spotless. Nothing wrong with it. Don't listen to that rollocks about do yeah. not wash, dry clean only. Yeah. That's dry cleaners that want your money when it could go in at a 30. Do you think that they put the a deal? A deal with, well. a, with, was it sofa warehouse, whatever it is? Sofology. Yeah. Like, could you just make sure that everyone knows it's dry clean only? Yeah, yeah. Could you, all right, mate. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. A little bit of a little deal going on. Anyway, uh, welcome to the podcast. It's JK and Al here. This is Don't Tell Your Mum. Today, it's a food special. Food special because last week was Nacho Day. Yeah. 
Really? Yes. You do really. not need a day you for do. nachos. You no. do. Far more than you need a national bow tie day. Anyway, nacho day, but it was also uh, men make dinner day. Where's is this? Is this here in the UK? Uh, no, no, it's in the States. It's in the States. We don't need anything else over here. Look, Halloween has just blown up now because of the States. Yeah. We don't want anything else. We definitely don't need a, a men make dinner day. No, we don't. <laughs> we don't sure. want that. <laughs> I'll, take, I'll, take, I'll take most other days. As long as it means I don't have to cook dinner. <laughs> Mind you, Nacho Day, I take it back. Nacho Day, they're quite easy to make. I don't mind that. Yeah, but let's not go for the yeah. other one. Yeah. But so, consequently, we are talking about men and cooking, or dads and cooking, and cooking for the kids, cooking for the wife, and all that stuff. And rather excitingly, we We've got um, TV celebrity chef Aldo Zilli on the show today. Aldo Zilli is great value. Yeah. Especially as he's just won Celebrity Hunted. Did he? Yes, he did. Oh, the guy, a legend. Oh, there's a, there's a guy called Paul from Celebrity Hunted that follows me on Twitter. Oh, wasn't I'm, him? I'm sure it's Paul. What, in the, as in one of the hunters? Yeah, as one of the hunters, yeah. Can't really check that. But there you go. But yeah, he won it. He won it he had, had, with him and Jean-Christophe Novelli. Ah, Paul. Hunted. And also there was a rugby player. Uh, um, what's his name? I was going to say Gethin Jones. Not Gethin Jones, but he is Welsh. It's the Welsh rugby player. Jensen. Henson. Gavin Henson. <laughs> you got there eventually, didn't you? <laughs> Gavin Benson, Jensen, Henson. Oh, I can't remember the guy's name. Hunter Paul. There you go. Hunter Paul. Hunter on Channel 4 TV show, Hunted. Which one is he? Photographer as well. So he's the one. He's that one. Oh, the one that drives around, the one yeah. that's, oh, they're, they're the cool ones. If I was yeah. going to be a hunter, I'd much rather be in a sat in a Volvo than driving yeah, about, fo- yeah, than um, not driving about. He messages every now and again. Seems Does like he? a lovely chap. Yeah. Oh, well, tell him if he can't catch Aldo Zilli on the run, then he's not doing then his job. Then you need to well. reevaluate how good you are at hunting. <laughs> Mind you, Aldo Zilli and um, Jean Christophe Novelli, they were together and they had massive like cause because this was all for um, stand up to cancer yeah, yeah. so they had like these personal stories like I think um, Jean-Christophe Novelli his his son actually suffers from cancer or has suffered from cancer I can't I can't remember the details so they like re- had this massive passion to actually like a real cause to, yeah. to why to win and I think like that probably overrid anything else like yeah. the others are just in it for a laugh or something like Toff and um, oh, I saw, I Boris Johnson's dad yeah, was uh, in Stan and it's like well well, they got caught, didn't they? Because there was a Rolls Royce that was coming around the corner yeah, or something. Yeah, I did. Him up. I did watch a bit of that. Yeah. After he went to the cash point. <laughs> <laughs> come on, mate. Oh, come on. Leave Stan alone. He's yeah. getting old now. But um, but yes, we've got Aldo Zilli on the show later talking about uh, cooking for his kids and um and how half term was interesting for him. Good. Um, shall we? Uh, shall we do a confession now? Yeah, let's do it. This one's this is going to be a good one because we had loads come in recently. We have. Um, and, and like I, I try not to read them before I read them. And uh, but this one I did. I think it's this one I caught. I caught a little glimpse of, and it's decent. <laughs> Let's do the confession. Well, welcome back to the confessional. Oh, thank oh, you. Well, welcome back. Yes, um, if you want to send in a confession, I should have said. If you want to send in a confession, you can do that on the dadsnet.com. Uh, there's a little tab. Dad podcast. Fill out the form. Send it in, and you could be on an episode of Don't Tell Your Mum. Uh, so this week we've got Eduardo. Right, Eduardo? Eduardo. Are you Edward and just trying to be a bit more exotic? <laughs> maybe he's called Edward, but he's just trying to... Uh, Eduardo? <laughs> like, mask his name yeah. a little bit. <laughs> it's not, oh, maybe, yeah. <laughs> it'd, be like, it'd be like, I'm going to go as a pseudonym, uh, Alan. <laughs> uh, uh, Alan. <laughs> uh, so Eduardo, so this is the confession he's written in. I feel like I should be doing this in some kind of Spanish accent. No, don't do that. No? Okay. No. 
so, I'm married with a seven-year-old son. Things are good, he's well-behaved chap, and life is happy. This is why my name has been changed to ensure things stay that way. So his name has been changed from Edward to Eduardo. <laughs> nice. The only trouble is that recently he has learned that that age-old trick of playing me and my wife against each other. Clever. Dad, can I have some sweets? Nope, too close to dinner. Runs through to the other room. Mum, can I have some sweets? Sure, here you go. <laughs> you need to stand unified. This definitely sounds like my household. Come on. <laughs> uh, he knows my wife has a lot is a lot softer of a softer touch than me and he can normally get away with it my thoughts are the same my thoughts a lot my thoughts are a lot of the time my wife doesn't even know he has asked me but i swear sometimes that she must have heard me heard me and is doing just to gain some points who wrote this eduardo <laughs> eduardo i think you need to re- reread it before you send it in i'm struggling uh, but I swear sometimes that the, that she must have heard me and is doing it just to gain some points on the being the cool parent chart. It shouldn't wind me up, but man, it does. And this is where my confession comes in and it's bad. Ooh, tease. <laughs> Big tease. Good. Uh, one day, I hadn't been sleeping well. I was not in a good mood and the same situation happened. I said no and then mum said yes. Something snapped. I don't know what came over me. I was a little bit short and I said I was off upstairs for a shower. Now I don't know who I was upset with. My son for playing us off against each other or my wife for giving in after I said no. Well, I can't get... Well, I can't get petty revenge on my son. That's just not playing ball. Yeah, he's seven years old, mate. Good, good shout. Uh, my wife, however, is another matter. She's free game. <laughs> so getting ready to get in the shower, evil little Eduardo appears on one shoulder and good angel Eduardo appears on the other. The moral argument starts. Just let it go. But it happens all the time. It's out of order, back and forth. Before I know what's happening, Evil Eduardo has kicked the crap out of the good chap and it happened. Petty revenge took hold and this I'm not proud of. Evil Eduardo is, but we will leave him out of it. I got. I find myself naked as the day I was born, squatting in the shower room like some kind of angry golem from the Lord of the Rings. Golem, golem from the Lord of the Rings. My wife's toothbrush in my hand, no. scrubbing at my sweating morning gooch like an OCD man on a cleaning spree. No. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> By the time I was done, my taint was rosy clean, and I'm surprised her toothbrush hadn't rotted away and the plastic melted. Can a man be forgiven for some private revenge? <laughs> that has to go down in history as the best confession we've ever had. He's cleaned his gooch. I know what he's done. With his wife's toothbrush. <laughs> for those of you that don't know what a gooch is, I, I imagine you probably do, but it's your undercarriage, basically. Yeah, it's the bit of it's the bit of skin that joins your ball bag and your butthole. Oh no. <laughs> I d- did she click? Did she? He put the toothbrush back. I, he must have done. I used to have mates <laughs> that did this, I, and they used to work for oh, a window company. That's all I'm going to say. And they used to go in and do a bit of sizing up. And if the um, the customer sort of wasted their time and had no interest in the end of of actually purchasing whatever it was. <laughs> They would, the, the, you could tell the final payoff would be, could I use your toilet, oh, please? Oh, come on. And they, oh, come on. 
yeah. they went to the toilet. And, and, and I, 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 I do not condone that at all. That is just... I mean, that is disgusting. I, I, growing up, I did a fair, a fair few bad things, <laughs> but I would never stoop as low as that. Come That's just on. disgusting. Come on, I heard this. That there's another podcast. Can I advertise another podcast in this podcast? Yeah, go for it. It's called Gossip Mongers with um, that's odd bloke off of um, Eight Out of Ten Cats does Countdown. The odd bloke, David, is it David. Anyway, anyway, they they hit they had these gossips, and this one lady wrote in saying that she used to work in a um, in a bread factory. And occasionally she'd just like pick a bogey out of her nose, roll it up and put it in the dough. Oh, no. <laughs> like, like genuinely, you just wonder how much of this kind of stuff does go on. Oh, it blatantly does. Oh, actually, interestingly, I uh, knew another guy. This is revolting, by the way. Another guy, uh, he used to do like the health, the cleanliness checks for a certain high street eatery. Yeah. Whose name shall remain anonymous. Yeah. And uh, there was this one guy who ended up getting fired because he was caught on CCTV displacing some kind of bodily fluid into the lettuce. No. Yeah, it wasn't we. Uh. <laughs> yeah, it's true, it's true though. Someone, someone wanked into the lettuce. <laughs> Oh, on camera, but you look. Like, come at it, on, man! You look it's at on it, camera, and you just go. I didn't ask for French dressing. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, I can't. I can't believe Eduardo has done that. Like Jen pisses me off a lot. I'd never clean my gooch with a toothbrush. I mean, she'd have to piss you off quite a bit. Quite a bit. I mean, she'd probably have to say there's a divorce, and then you would probably do it then. Yep. Yeah, I mean, do you know what? Even then, I think I'd be like. I'm, I'm a human, <laughs> so I'm not going to do that. <laughs> um, Eduardo, you are not forgiven. Not forgiven. That. I mean, you crossed the line. Not forgiven. You cannot do that. I mean, you know, in sickness and in health, to have and to hold. Yeah. She will be sick yeah. and have ill health. And I, and I didn't see on that list when you got married to rub my toothbrush. <laughs> to, no. To rub her toothbrush on your gooch. It's not in there. Oh, man. Why your gooch? Like, your armpit would have been better. Your I'd be your nose. Gooch, yeah. Your gooch. Like, or just rub it on the floor a little bit. Your gooch. Oh, mate. I mean, clean the dog's teeth with it first, then put it back. Just actually thinking about my dog's 14, her breast. Also, thinking about what's this, worse. Toothpaste um, it makes you go tingly. So I wonder whether it made his, his goochy. How do you tingle. know that? It's common knowledge. How do you know that? Well, because there's mint, because it's mint. Mint, mint sauce. You've been doing that with the mint sauce. No, tea because of the shampoo. Stuff, yes, the shampoo you? on yeah. your balls. Yeah, yeah. Little cheap thrill. It does give it a tingle <laughs> slash burn. <laughs> uh, if you'd like to send your confession in, not disgusting ones like that. <laughs> uh, I don't know. He needs. He needed to get that off his chest. Thedadsnet.com and uh, look for the tab which says Dad Podcast and uh, submit your confession, Eduardo. Honestly. This is the Don't Tell Him My Podcast. I'm JK, that's Al over there. Coming up next, Aldo Zilli is here. Uh, chef extraordinaire and uh, and family man. And he's going to give us a few little tips on what to feed the family with and other bits and bobs. He's a top chap. Welcome back to the Don't Tell Your Mum podcast studio. Today we're joined by Aldo Zilli. Hey, how hello. are you? Non c'è male. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Not too bad. <laughs> oh, good. What was it? Non c'è male. Non c'è male. Non c'è male. Oh, yeah, you're doing well. No, I'm getting there. Check you out. I'll be almost fluent by the end of this. <laughs> and you've just come back off of half term. 
Yes, this is my... Yes! <laughs> That's what I mean to say. Yeah, uh, I want to celebrate my first day back at work. <laughs> You've come back to work was, on holiday. I was so relieved. I tell you, this morning when I got on, when I jumped on the train, I wanted. I looked at everyone smiling. <laughs> Everybody was so miserable. It's yeah. Monday, and I was so happy. To, you know, I probably sound like a really miserable dad, but I've got a teenager boy and yeah. uh, an eleven-year-old little girl, and you know, last week I thought honestly. I think I might divorce my family. <laughs> Not just that, my wife. Was that by the family. end of it? Did you start off well? How was the first it part started of the first Last weekend was great. Yeah. You know, the, it started really well. Uh, we were all doing things together as a family. And then midweek, my son went to stay with, a, with his nan uh, for two days. And that changed everything because he got so spoiled. He came home like a proper Kevin. Uh. You know, I'm like, what's happened Proper now? Kevin. Yeah, he's like talking a different language. Yeah. You know, what dad? I'm like, what do you mean, what dad? Don't what dad me. You know, I'm like, yeah, I've got new shoes, I've got new this and I've got new that from my nan. And he said to me, well, you never take me anywhere shopping. <laughs> I'm like, why, why does that matter? Yeah. You know, I want to be with you. I want to do bonfires. I want to do yeah. all things. We got a lot of land in, in my property and we never do anything outside. I said, well, let's go to the wood. Yeah. And let's cut some wood. Let's yeah. let's go to the woodland. And be manly and, yeah, and father bond your father son bonding time. Nah, nah, not interested. None of that. No, no. Where's my phone? Where's my computer? Yeah, that's all. so. I had to confiscate everything for a couple of days. Yeah, and that of course caused a lot of tension. Yeah, World War Three with, with my family, with my wife. My wife, you know, start arguing with with them, and it just chaos. Yeah, it was total chaos my family last week <laughs> so i don't know what to say really I, I haven't got anything that we did remotely apart from carving pumpkins um we we haven't really we didn't really do anything as a family yeah I, I didn't want to do anything with them. <laughs> sorry if i sound really no. horrible we all we all feel like that yeah from time to time. i mean if rocco listens to this maybe he realize yeah that he should become the 13-year-old that I want him to become, yeah. like being caring, being nice <laughs> to his dad, not not swearing, because he's learning all these swear words now. I don't know where from. <laughs> but obviously from me, I think. Yeah, or his mother. Or his mother. <laughs> but, you know, he's an absolute, you know what, yeah. at the moment. And uh, and that's what uh, is causing all the tension in, in the family. If, every, if anybody has a 13-year-old better than mine, I would love to swap, so please let me know. <laughs> well, I've got a I've got a fifteen year old stepson. Have you? Yeah, and uh, he certainly has his moments, um, but he can be quite nice at times. Can he? What What advice? So a lot of people, a lot of our listeners, they will have younger children and, and kind of waiting in anticipation of the teenage years. What advice? Have you got any advice that you would give to them to be prepared for? I have a lot of... I mean, how long have you got? <laughs> uh, I've got a 35-year-old daughter. Yeah. And uh, so I went, I've, I've been there with a the daughter. Yeah. And uh, that finished my first marriage. Uh, <laughs> the teenage was, years. When she was 17. Okay. And uh, just, to, just to put you in the loop... <laughs> right uh, at the end. So my second time round is uh, my boy now. I've never been... I never had a teenage boy before. Uh, I never had a boy before. And this is my first experience with a boy now, without and and also with a boy with phones. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, my yeah, first yeah. time ran. Uh, no my daughter phones. didn't have no phones, didn't have no yeah. computers, uh, no internet. So now you can imagine 
a 13-year-old boy with a phone, with a computer. I bought him a brand new computer because he th- he said to me he wanted it for he needed it for his homework. <laughs> Never seen him do homework on that before. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ever since I bought it for him. So you know, if if I was to prepare an, a young couple uh, coming up to teenage years, then I would just say. Uh, <sighs> Put your seatbelts on. Get get prepared. You know, get get Buckle ready. Up. Get ready for the storm. Because uh, I I don't know. I mean, kids are all different. You know, people yeah. are all different. Yeah. We are all humans. After all, we're not computers. So, you know, don't spoil them. That's yeah. that's the thing. I mean, you know, with my daughter, I spoiled her because she was the only uh, child yeah. at the time. Uh, with my son, I spoiled him because he was the only boy. Yeah, and he was my my son. You know, I've yeah. su- suddenly got a son, and I'm sl- like, he's a man. Yeah, he's gonna, carry I, the family name. So on. what do I do? I give him everything, <laughs> and he and he spits it all back to me. So that's you know, it's a really hard uh, time of their life. Yeah, you know, I, especially nowadays. You know, because my son follows people that you know on the on the internet and he's got his own uh he's, he's got his own instagram account yeah. he's got his own uh computer as i said and his own phone so he can do whatever that internet can take all his time off yeah you know and i'd like him to spend more time reading yeah like a normal person like, like a book as well you know like a book <laughs> not reading from the phone yeah no so you know, he's got a stack of books in the, in in his bedroom, and they're all stacked there with never the dust been used. on. No way. What um? So what would you say is worse, the worst phase? Because what tends to happen is when you're in that phase, you think, oh, this is the worst phase. When they're newborn and they don't sleep, when they're toddlers and they are tantruming all yep. the time. Terrible what, twos. What exactly? What's what would you say is the hardest phase? Now. The teenage, yes, definitely, hundred percent, because it it gets you because they're grown up. Yeah, they they're grown up. They're, they're people, you know. They're, he's a man, you know. He's he's starting his puberty, so he's coming into being a man. He's got his um, his problems in his head, mm-hmm. you know, and he's with his friends. And the only thing that takes him away from all of that, uh, I think, is his football because yeah. he's a sportsman. Thank God. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I follow him. Everly, because I'm a big football yeah. mad person, and I take him to football. I pick him up from football. I take him to football every Sunday, and sport. I think you know it's probably if I have to encourage any children or any parents, encourage them to be outside and play sport. Yeah, because otherwise, if you if you don't do that and they're inside all the time, that's what they're gonna they're gonna ruin themselves and your life. Yeah. I agree with that. Like I, I am fully behind that way of thinking. What football team do you support? Uh, Chelsea, mm. the best football league, the best football team in the league. I wasn't aware of this. So I think we're going to have to end this interview early. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> the only Italian football team in the league. I don't know why I think it's Italian, but it's had a lot of Italian yeah, influence. Be. And, you know, Jorginho is just yeah. the be- best footballer in the world. Uh, True. And, and uh, Zola, on. obviously. Zola. Yeah. yeah. We've and had Yali. We've yeah. had, we had them go. all. Classic, classic. <laughs> um, so what what to date? So you've obviously, you know, got the whole spectrum. You've been, you know, from, from birth all the way up to 35. What's been your proudest parenting moment? Or there might be a lot, but maybe just pin it down to, to one. 
Well, to be fair, it was last week. <laughs> uh, not last week, the week before last. Sorry, last week wasn't that great. <laughs> but the week before last, yeah. uh, Rocco came home and he's doing uh, GCSE's cookery. And he said to me, Dad, I've got a, uh, a task and uh, I've got to cook something for a competition and it's got to be a dessert. Now, I'm not great on desserts and definitely I'm not great on souffles. So the first thing he said, souffle. The f- when I heard the word souffle, I said, well, you're on your own. So. <laughs> yeah. I, Go and I, read a book. I've always stayed clear of doing souffles just in case they don't yeah. rise. You know, and it, as chefs, you either make them or you don't. Right, and you you're, you're on the don't count. I am on the don't, and I'm on the don't on desserts in general. <laughs> but souffle is definitely a no-go area. So what happens then? He says to me, Dad, uh, it's a chocolate souffle. Uh, I'm going to get all the ingredients. So he's got the recipe, he's got the ingredients, he's got, the, 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 he's got everything. And uh, all he needs now is an oven, which we have. <laughs> so I said, what, what, uh, what do you want me to do? He said, just, just give me a scale and put the oven at the right temperature. So that's good. That's all I have to <laughs> that's do. That's all I this, can do for this like. one. <laughs> he only bloody nailed it. <laughs> I hated him. <laughs> so this chocolate souffle, I was looking at it through the through the glass of the oven, and it's going, and it and I thought, oh my god, how's he done that? How's he done that? <laughs> so I, I thought I take it out of the oven, and it's going to go, you know, no, it. I took it, it out of the oven, and he's made this vanilla chocolate sauce to go with it in the middle. I loved it. It was like <laughs> that moment, you know. I thought, Rocco, I'm really proud of you because it's cooking. And it's my son. Yeah. And I thought, it's a chip, the old block, or better. <laughs> and I thought, this is great. You know, I love it. Wow. So that, that could also fall into the category of your most embarrassing moment as well when your 13 year old son outcooks you. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> if, he, if he did that, well, he did that at school the, the following week. And uh, out of all the 30 desserts that they did at that school, all the kids, my son's souffle was the only one they tasted, the really? teachers. So he must have done well. I don't know what the result is yet, but he must have done well. But anyway, that, that, that's the only thing he did in, good in the last month. So let's, <laughs> let's hope for the best. Taking a souffle. Um, was it mandatory that he had to take GCSE cookery? No, it was me. <laughs> Total. Uh, it was totally me. And it was something that... Because, I, you know, I want him to be able to... Um, do things for himself you know if he goes into university he goes into college i want him to be able to to you know cook his own food and and think what he's going to cook and you know make meals with not very expensive ingredients you know he's learning all of that at the moment yeah, from, yeah, from yeah. me yeah and uh, i think cooking you know it's it's something that children should learn because there's people are always going to eat, yeah. you know, and cooking, being a cook, being a chef is always going to be, yeah. you know, something that people want you to do. You know, yeah. it's, a, it's a great, I think it's a great, um, it's a great skill to have. Yeah. So your does locker. your, does your love of food and your, your ability as a chef and, and career as a chef, does that run through your, your approach to fatherhood? Like, you know, you want to teach your kids to cook do you cook all the time like how does that work as a, in your family well cooking in in our family it's very much me <laughs> yeah because my wife is uh was a supermodel when i married her and she said why would i have married you if i could cook 
It's a fair point. So she can't cook. <laughs> <laughs> she would hate me for this. She's got about 20, 30 recipes in her locker and that's what she does best. And, yeah. and you know, and she cooks them for the kids. She's great at home. She's a great mum. Yeah. But to be fair, cooking, you know, I grew up with uh, my mum uh, teaching me everything in the kitchen. Yeah. And uh, so I then grew up and my dad wasn't interested for one second uh, um, he, uh, he, in me and cooking, you know, because he was, um, my dad was an, old, I was the youngest of nine. Yeah. So my dad was, me and my son have the same age gap as me and my dad. Ah, okay. If you, if yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's 50 years age gap here. Yeah. So you can imagine, you know, when growing up in those days, uh, my dad was not remotely interested in the kitchen because in those days, the women cooked for the family. Yeah. And the men went to work. So there was, I have, I had seven brothers and one sister yeah. and they all went to work. So I'm the yeah. youngest now. So you can imagine one of them was a priest and every Sunday they all go to church. So little Aldo got left at home with a mum. With mum, learning to cook. Learning to cook. So the first thing I learned to make was gnocchi. Then I learned to make pasta. Yeah. Age of eight, age nine, I was cooking. Age 10, I was cooking. Wow. 11, 12, 13, yeah. you know, off school cooking with mom and that's what you know I think I think I became a chef because I, I was very hungry <laughs> trust me because in well, those days food I mean, I'm was, always hungry but uh, food was a premium <laughs> I'm a long way from being a chef in all honesty like I, I can, you'd be surprised though. I can just about follow a recipe pretty well but I tend to like things quite crispy quite well done Do as you? a general rule of, of cooking but, as long as you don't burn it yes it's not, it's not quite burnt yeah um, but I, I, I've got two questions a little selfishly actually the first one is um, as a as someone who wouldn't claim to be a cook or can cook really what rest what what would you recommend me try to impress my wife for someone that can't cook yeah well don't get a ready meal Okay. So that's what a lot of you do. You know. <laughs> I love that. It's true, it's true. I would go straight no, down that's and it. Get, yeah. straight, yeah. What would impress your wife is, is if you actually try yeah. to do something that, get a recipe, you know, salmon is always a good one. Okay. Because it's an easy fish to cook. Noted. If you're going to go for fish and steak or make a great lasagna or yeah. get, some, get, get some, get a rolling pin and try and make some pasta from scratch and make sure she sees it. Make sure she walks in randomly and you're in the kitchen rolling a bit of dough. It'll be chaos. That's, there'll be flour everywhere. No, but she'll be so impressed. I mean, he's trying to make me pasta. Yes, is that? True, true. All right, so try and make pasta and yeah. salmon. I've got it. What about if for, like, what would be your, the one meal that I should master? Like for the kids, like a family meal, kind of everyone's happy. If I'm going to, if I'm going to, I mean, let's face it, I'm not going to have... 30 recipes that I'm going to no, be able no, to do. No, no, I know, I know. So if there's just one thing, what would you recommend that, that one recipe be? Well, the thing is to make a good ragu, either vegetarian or with meat. Yeah. And then you can keep it for a few days in the in the fridge so okay. that you can always go back to I like that. You know, make a good ragu. And then the, the, that's the base to make a lot of different dishes. You know, you can turn that into a chili con carne, you can turn that into bolognese, you can turn it into a lasagna, you can turn it into a pasta with, yeah. with a lovely sauce. and Or you can make a, 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 veg, um, a mushroom ragu. For if you're a wife or yourself yeah. want to eat vegetarian food, you know, you, you it's it's a good base to have in the fridge in your locker. Okay. You know, and, and, and freezes well as well. Okay, I like that. That's good because I can get 
a lot of meals out of one thing. Yes, well, that's what people don't understand about, you know, Italian cooking. Italian cooking is quite inexpensive to, mm. to make. Yeah, because you can use it for different things. I'm um, 100%. What would be the one ingredient that you would never be without in your locker from a parenting point of view? Extra virgin olive oil mm. and fresh herbs. I mean... One ingredient you said is fresh. It's extra virgin olive yeah. oil because I, I I like to finish all my food with it. Yeah. You know, I, I, my mum used to give us a little teaspoon of olive oil before we went to school. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look at my skin. <laughs> Flawless. Yeah. You know what I mean? I need to start doing that. That's it. And then, I used, and then when, when we had a bath, that she'd rub us with it. You know, she'd rub olive oil all, really? all over our body. Yeah. You can do that with babies. You know, it's amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah, <laughs> you look horrified. So now, so now, so I'm not thinking it's a, it's actually uh, an ingredient for the uh, for the kitchen. It's actually an ingredient just for life. For life, yes. <laughs> it's a life. There you go. You heard it savior. here. Amazing. Well, we're running out of time, um, but it's been. I, I feel like I could just have a chat with you all day. Well, well you can. Let's go for lunch. <laughs> oh, are you cooking? Yes, I'm, I'm there. Cooking in San Carlo in Regent Street this morning. Perfect. I'll be so. there. So there you go. Let's go. Amazing. Well, thanks so much. I appreciate your time and uh, for your insights and, and wisdom into parenting and cooking. My pleasure. I mean, I just love his honesty. Like coming out of half term and saying you hated it because the kids were knocking about too much. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I think it's brilliant. Instant points. We're all thinking the same thing. <laughs> But he's happy to say it. But yeah, and also, top tip on what I can cook, Jen. So yeah, I'm, I've got a few pointers out yeah. of that one. Yeah, it's really good. Um, interestingly, like, do you, you do you cook? Um, yes, I do. Charlie would beg to differ, but I'm the kind of person that, you, you know, for me, food is a necessity. I don't, food for me, I'm not asked for food. I'll literally, it, it'll be there one minute and it'll be gone in five minutes. You know, I inhale it, don't I? And sometimes choke and have to go to A&E 48 hours because I've got chicken lodged down my throat. That's the kind of guy that... True story, right? True, very, very <laughs> true story. Very scarily, scarily true story. Um, so, but I do like to, if I'm going to cook, I do like to do the whole recipe, make an event, go out to the supermarket, go and get your yeah. ingredients, maybe go to a nice sort of um, like a market shop or a, um, a farm, you know, a farm shop yeah. and do it properly. So if I'm going to make something, I like to do it properly. Like to make it. Yeah, yeah, make it, make it. Yeah, see, I made a roast dinner yesterday, went all right. Good. But other than that, I don't, it's a bit easy I don't really roast, cook. It? Well, it's just timing and you just shove it yeah, in the oven. It's all about timing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't really cook that often, mainly because our family's just so varied in what they want to cook and I'll, I'm happy to eat anything so they like it a very specific way so you cook it how you like it and I'll eat it it's fine. and also we've had this, this um, discussion because I said a drink then we've had this discussion because Jen doesn't eat that much because yeah. she's vegan so yeah. she does two adult portions ah uh, yeah yeah but because she doesn't eat that much you have to then eat I the two adult portions yeah, yeah. I had uh, an asthma check just before my flu jab. Yeah. And uh, you're sounding healthy then, isn't it? She said, she said, oh, uh, what's your weight? And I thought, oh, God. <laughs> she say, I've only been here about 15 minutes. <laughs> hey, Not too long, hey, really. Dad, dad joke. joke. Hey. <laughs> and, um, and she said, uh, I said, oh, it has gone up. And she said, well, don't worry, your last check was three years ago. And I was like, oh, right. So that's right. Got, got a good, 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 got a good excuse. You say gooch again then. I got a gooch. I got a good gooch. <laughs> 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 and, um, and anyway, I had to say to her, oh, yeah, it's gone up to 990. What were you three years ago? 84. 
84. What's mm. that in stone? I don't really do. Uh, it's like 12, 11 to 12 stone. Whereas now I'm more like 13 and a half. You're 13 and a half? Ish. What do you mean, ish? I mean, I'm like, if I, if I need a big poo, I'll be a bit more. If I had a big poo, like, I'll be a bit less. <laughs> I'm glad That's I what asked. I mean by ish. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you do that thing as well when you, go to the, when you go to the doctor and you go for a checkup and it's all health based or maybe you're getting health insurance or whatever you're doing and they go, um, you don't need to take your shoes off. You don't need to take your clothes off. I'm like, fuck like, off. Yeah, I'm taking everything <laughs> yeah. off. I'm going for a poo. I'm going for a pee. <laughs> yeah, I exactly. might even see if I can do a tactical throw <laughs> just to see if I can get down to this way. I'm treating this like a boxing match and I'm featherweight. Come on. <laughs> I'm not. I'm anyway. Anyway, so yeah, so that's, that's that issue. But my dad, he he's never cooked. Well, he's never cooked a meal for us ever. Right. Like give or take one or two. Is this um, because he's too lazy? He can't cook. He's sexist. Which one is it? I think it's a. I think it's a bit of both. A bit like Aldo. Like he married someone who can cook. So why would he cook? But isn't Aldo Zilli a chef? Yeah. yeah so, but he married a super. He, he says in the interview that he married a supermodel who can't cook. But his the the wife his wife says why would I marry a chef if to then cook like you're the chef you cook yeah I'm the supermodel I'll look good I love that <laughs> a bit more respect <laughs> can we get away with that oh he says that he does, yeah he says that, yeah um, but he so so my I think I think like Aldo he's just he my mum's a good cook so why would he then cook like if she goes away he will just have cheese on toast and and Weetabix. But I think that's a guy thing because if Charlie's away out or if she's working, we've she she's got a separate sort of shed outbuilding now. <laughs> Make it sound like she goes and lives there. <laughs> when she's naughty, she does. <laughs> if she's working um, with with clients and stuff, then I, and I'm I'm making my own dinner. It'll be beans on toast. That's literally the standard. There really? might be a tin of soup in there. You know. See, I'm more inclined when Jen's out. I'm more inclined to cook myself something like a chicken pie or Spanish omelette or a nice egg fried rice. I oh, know. No, I definitely go back to... I think it's also a bit of a nostalgia thing for me. Because mm. beans on toast with Worcester sauce and some grated cheese on top. Mm. I mean, and oh, lots oh, of butter. I do quite fancy that now. Two actually. slices, obviously very important. Yeah. I know, I'm, I'm one, if you can, one has to be a crust. Because I, I love a good crust. Do you? And also, you know you can triple mm. cook chips? Yeah. Does anyone d double cook or... No, what, what was the phrase for this? What, what, I'm making this up as we go along. Does anyone double toast bread? Have you ever done that? No. So you should, because, no, it's, it's totally different. It's a totally different taste if you double toast bread. So you toast it for a bit, let it cool down, then toast it again. It kind of just goes a bit harder, and it's, and it's a bit more evenly brown. It sounds weird. Try it. Yeah, it does, it does sound weird. But mate. it is, it's different. <laughs> it's definitely different. Well, I, I'm, I'll and, try and the butter it. butter spreads differently. I'll give it to you, I will try it. Try it. Tri Look, we all laughed at triple cooked trip, chips. Did we, or did we go, fucking hell, that sounds nice. <laughs> so why doesn't double toasted toast sound good? Because it's not adding extra anything to it, is Have it? Have you tried it? Well, I'm going to try it. Try it. And I'll let you know. Double toast toast. <laughs> the well, DTT. <laughs> um, well, there you go. <laughs> I think we covered um, our cooking week special quite well, don't you? Damn right, damn right, yeah. We've, uh... I've introduced you to double toasted toast. Yeah. I mean, come on. We actually have a Daznet cooking group. Ah, that'd be crap compared to my double toasted toast. I mean, I'm going to drop that in there and see what happens. Yeah. But if you want to find out, you just Google search, um, just on search on Facebook, Dad's Net Cooking, and it will come up. But it's actually a lot of dads are really into their cooking. 
Like I think it's pr- I don't know a lot of dads. Is it mainly really around the summer when the barbecue the comes? No, out? no, no. This is the thing. Like I actually think that this whole myth around men and not being able to cook is complete bollocks. Really? Yeah. Do you think it's, it's very applicable in my situation <laughs> and my dad? But generally speaking, I think it's bollocks. I think cooking, as much as I, you know, I said before that food is a necessity. I don't really, I'm not really asked about it. But it's definitely a skill. It's mm. definitely an art. And if you can cook and you can cook well, like respect. I have got a bit of a man crush on Gordon Ramsay because a he's very talented. Mm. He's he's kind of cool as well. And I love you know Hotel Nightmares, which yeah. is one of my favorite. I do TV like that. Shows. He's now starting to look very leathery though. Do, do you think so? I think, I think he was looking old. a bit... Oh, no, I thought the opposite. I thought he was sort of being really? ironed out a bit. Really? Yeah. Mm. But hey, thank you for listening today. Uh, don't forget, dadsnet.com. Um, hit the uh, Dad Podcast tab if you want to get involved with this. Um, and uh, in the meantime... Sayonara. What? <laughs> that means goodbye, doesn't it? Yeah, I know. I watch Robocop. Yeah. Isn't it um, Con Air? He says sayonara. He says it in Robocop as well. Does he? Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen that. Yeah. Well, not in years, actually. Good manly way to end, though. Yeah. Yeah. You <laughs> next, next week, it'll be yippee guy yay, mother. I'll be, I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs>